Capricorn, different clips of Precious have been coming across my TikTok timeline. Okay. I totally understand why she got the Oscar. She played the shit out of that role. i never seen that movie before. It's very traumatic. Well, there was the book. I remember when the book was out and I tried to read it and it was written like, it was written like, so I'm guessing Precious is kind of like illiterate. Mm -hmm. So it was written like that. Oh. And I could, I was like, I won't be reading this. Oh. Yeah. So people's like, you should read it. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. I'll take, I'll take your word for That's it. That's really in a nutshell. Like, I only saw it once because y'all know I don't really like Paula Patton. Um, <laughs> Where is Paula? Probably collecting her checks. Good for her. Divorcing them. I saw, oh, you know what? I saw that Robert Thicke on, is not on that Neo tour no more. Probably, probably want to be. Uh, yeah, he, di- probably, he probably heard them comments and was like, well. Money, I know, it? right? I mean, he get that check from um, what's that show? Me and my mom watch it all the time. Robin Thicke. Yeah, he be he's a judge on the sh- or which? oh the Mass Singer. Yes, the Mass oh, okay. Singer. Yes, oh, okay. I couldn't think of the name of the show. Yes, like it's Neo, Pleasure P, and Mario now. Technically, Pleasure P is like the opening act. I only got don't he only got one song? No, yo, first yo, Pleasure P's solo album. I never listened to it. Oh. I was listen. You know I'm late to music. I, there's so many groups that people went solo, and it's like okay, like Pleasure P's album, so good. It's like Omarion. He was the only singer in that group though, anyway. So I mean that oh, tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I was a fan of him. Like, and he was fine. So. Uh. What? What? Are we talking about the same Pleasure P? From yeah, I got new shoes on my right. Yeah, like rolling down ninety five, and you can see in my eyes that I'm looking for a cutie pie. And we ain't gotta make love, and we can just hello. Sorry. Yeah. No. Huh. I'm gonna let you have that. I'm gonna huh. let you have that, Shawty. Yeah. Well, well. Cheers. Cheers to that for you. Cheers. All right. All right. Guess we can start the show now. Yes. Yeah. Let's. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just did. Oh shit! What happened? That is tart. It's good. Good red <laughs> wine. Hey guys. Hey everyone. What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Ooh, chow. Um, I'm your girl Sierra T. And I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Raps and Lipsticks the Podcast. We wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Episode episode episode. Mm. Got it. I just started. I just started. Like drinking. literally. Literally. You took a sip. Episode 27. <laughs> Everybody. Is it 27? Yeah. It's episode 27. Oh. I think. I feel like it was 28. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I think it's going to be bad as hell. It's okay. Actually, it's 29. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Let me just make a quick change. <laughs> Whoopsie. Because I was like, oh. I've been drinking, y'all. Girl. <laughs> 
Episode 29. Episode 29 is in the building. That's what. Oh, that's what that's what that's what she meant. Yes. And we're back together. Yes. For Hello. real. For real. I don't like virtual episodes. I don't ever want to do that ever again. It wasn't bad though. I don't like it. It wasn't bad. No. We had to do what we gotta do. Is it recording? It is recording. I got I don't PTSD, like that. child. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. This is going to be a fun episode. Why? Because we're drinking. <laughs> it's just been that type of day. Man. Just need to decompress. Yo. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. that's that. So, yeah. we love red wine. I'm definitely a red wine connoisseur. I'm a white wine drinker. I like white wine, too. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait, what kind of white wine? Not there- a Moscato, mm-hmm. no. Please, no. Oh. Oh. We gotta get you on a Chardonnay. I'm or, very, I'm a very basic. I'm gonna get you on a Chardonnay this, or a Riesling. I'm, I like Riesling too. Yeah, Riesling is good. Riesling is good. I yes. remember, remember like when Moscato like first was being oh popular my, in college. Yes, and bitches was really going to Walgreens like we on Moscato tonight and they're like good. we thought we was fancy like, with that Moscato. We did. Paid six dollars for some barefoot Moscato at the local Walgreens. It could not tell us nothing, and it was giving you a headache and everything. Girl, it was rough. Oh, the white party, I remember. That's all I had was wine and bacon before I went to the white party. Wine and bacon. And it was um, it was a bad night. I mean, well, it was a great night. Yeah. After I threw up um, <sighs> at the party. Of, of course. One thing about me, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up too. I'm gonna throw up. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Easily. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. Okay. So. Yes. Period. Anywho, sis, what can't you wrap your head around? All right. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that everyone wants to go solo. I was listening to Chloe and Hallie's Ungodly Hour Mm -hmm. early, and I got very upset. Because I'm just like, why are y'all not making music together anymore? Like, you guys have an amazing vibe. And I'm just like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, and I'm not saying that Chloe is not talented. I'm not saying that Hallie's not talented. But Hallie put out a whole single and nobody listening to it. I mean, no one's listening to it. Chloe, I'm I'm not quite sure. And I'm just, I just want to know why, why we can't just have a group and just leave it as as such. Were they trying to keep it together. I mean, I mean, you know, they're not though because they're separate. And they, they're gonna. I'm sure they're gonna come back and do another album or two. I don't. I hope. I don't. Ah. I think I'm sure they will. It's, I just. I just feel like it was too early in their career to do to go solo. In my opinion, like y'all put out two albums. Like, oh, okay, thanks. Well, I mean, what what, what was what was Chloe supposed to do? Because Holly was over there shooting the Little Mermaid for like a year and a half. So I mean. I mean... The show still must go on. Okay. What was she supposed to do? What was Chloe supposed to do? I'm not sure, but I just... like Make music. That's that's the answer. I just want... That's I, the answer. I just think that people need to take a lesson from the old school groups. Like, even B2K put out, like, three solid albums before Marion put out... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Even NSYNC had, like, five albums before we got justified. Three. They only got three. What's... Th- Wait, what? They got a Christmas album. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, okay. but no, they only got three. But it's still, like that's a solid before we got justified. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just like, and Beyonce. I mean, needless to say, we got how many Destiny Child albums were there? Four. The first one, yeah, Writings, Writings on, on the, the Wall, wall Sur- uh, Survivor, and then Destiny Fulfilled. Yeah, four, four solid albums before we even heard Dangerously. Before we heard, yeah, mm-hmm. not Dangerously. What was the song? Crazy in Crazy Love. Crazy in Love. Ooh, that was killing me. That's the name of the album, though, right? It's Dangerously in Love? Mm, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know, come on. Damn, she's been in love with that man for a long time. I love it. I love that for her. Mm-hmm. But that's why I can't wrap my head around. I just don't understand like why. Yeah. Why we're doing that, mm-hmm. and I want them to do better. I feel that. And that's just how I feel. I feel that. I, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I understand. So, I, I, but I think they'll get back together and do more music. I hope so. They will. They I really will. do. Anyways. Yeah. What can you wrap your head around? Mine is very simple. Okay. Um, if you are my age or older, you are too old to be putting your middle finger up in photos. I'm actually tired of it. What are you doing? What, what is this? What, what are we? Are we 15? Is this, are we on Eminem's first album? What is <laughs> going on? Why are you flipping the... You are 65. Yeah, seriously. Why? Even this, too. Like, you're not shooting What nothing. are we doing? You're not what shooting What are we nothing. doing? Put your hand on your hip. Like put, you your, put your goddamn hands down. You know what else while I'm here? Okay. Men don't take photos well. No. Like, what's the... What's the like, they point at the camera... Some of them were when niggas was like one and they was holding up the one finger. Oh, yeah. That what does that mean? One. I hated that. That was something like when you hang up the phone, they go one. one. Like, what was that about? <laughs> Strange times we were raised in. Listen, times. that and then when the dudes was like trying to talk to me, like, let me get your math. And oh, I, I, never, I never had somebody say that. I have. And I was like, get my what? Yeah. Just, and he was like, Can I get your number? I was like, Oh, just say that. Just say that. It's very simple. <sighs> get your math. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. You know what I'm saying? None of this. None of that. And put, stop putting your goddamn middle fingers up. So, like, I guess what are they supposed to do with their hands, though? Guys? I mean, because like, they can't be like this. I mean, they can if they want to, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't be weird. Don't be weird about it. Like, yeah. You know, so, you know, or don't put your hands up at all. Just like I don't know, be, Smile. be cool. Just. <laughs> what do they do? This. No. Mm. This isn't prison. That's that's more of like a Rico Suave type, you know. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. let's just get into the show. Mm-hmm. Let's just get into mm-hmm. the show. Uh-huh. All right, we have a, a a bit of a list and nothing heavy. Nothing heavy. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank God. Thank. But we got Lord. some, I think we got some fun stuff on here. Yeah. Um, but of course, mm. we got to start with politics. Politics, politics. Should we start with old, go down to, to the Nola baby? Okay, so this, this clip came across my uh, TikTok timeline the other night. Mm-hmm. And your girl was uh, flabbergasted. So there is a city councilwoman in Shreveport. Shreveport. Shreveport, Louisiana, who has been wrongfully terminated, a black woman. But she, um, you know, she had to take the stage. Listen, she was like, if I'm going to go down, look, okay. I'm not going down by myself. So I have the clip here. Um, and we're going to, we are going, her name is, her name is Shanerica, I think, Williams? Mm-hmm. Shanerica Flemings, okay? Flemings. Flemings. Okay, so here we go. It's a little lengthy, so please be patient with me. This statement is not meant to be a plea to stay in this position. We are here because apparently four council members have decided they will fire me today, and my intention is not to try to sway anyone's vote. My goal is to show the public why Shreveport can't keep young, talented professionals. 
You have not heard any council member speak negatively about my overall work performance, my skill set, the quality of the work I produce, or my professionalism. Instead, you've only heard baseless allegations of wrongdoing without so much as an ounce of evidence, all meant to be an assassination of my character. Six months ago, five council members approved my confirmation because they were confident in my ability to do this job. Councilman Butcher or Talaferro didn't vote for me, but I gave them my word that I'd work for them as I would every other council member, and I have. Councilwoman Bowman told me I shouldn't do shit for them. However, I told her I would work as hard for them as I did for everyone else, and I kept my word. Anything I provide to all council members, they are included. And anything they've requested from me, I've provided. Neither of them can truthfully, t truthfully tell you anything differently. In fact, I have emails and recall multiple conversations with Councilman Talaferro where he, where he has thanked me for my efforts, for me looking out for him, for providing him with necessary information, and for a job well done. Less than a month ago, after I was publicly humiliated for receiving a raise that I knew nothing about until after it had been given, Councilman Brooks came to my office and told me how great of a job I'm doing and how impressed he was with my knowledge and ability to promptly respond to council members anytime any of them has a question. So imagine my surprise this past Friday when he asked the deputy, deputy clerk to add my employment status to the council agenda because he intends to fire me. He nor my other employers had the courtesy to come to me with any of their issues before going public. I even called each of them in hopes of finding out what the problem was because no one has spoken to me. Council members Brooks, Busher, Telefero, and Bowman did not answer nor any of them have did not answer, nor have any of them returned my phone call. I'd also like to add that since the day I started, not one of my bosses has given me any sort of counseling, performance review, or verbal or written warning of any sort, yet they are moving to fire me. I can't help but think this termination is the result of a series of instances where I either spoke out against something I didn't agree with or rejected invitations that I believed were inappropriate. Around the time that I was confirmed, I attended a dinner where Councilwoman Bowman allowed Councilman Brooks to say the word nigga. I gave him pushback in that moment and let him know that it wasn't okay for him to use that word. Yet Councilwoman Bowman said nothing. There was also another council member and his wife present. The other council member stated he didn't hear it, but his wife did, and she was so upset that she left. When I later questioned Councilwoman Bowman about why she remained silent, she told me he was a different type of white guy, and she wasn't going to say anything because she may need him later. I guess she was right because she was able to convince him to take lead on firing a young black woman so that she wouldn't have to be the face of it. Prior to that, Brooks had told me that black women like him Black women like him, and other white men can't get away with the same things that he could with black women. In that same conversation, he told me he hardly ever comes to the council office, but now that I'm working here, he may come more often. I blew off his comments initially, thinking maybe he had too much to drink. But after hearing him say the N-word, I knew he thought he could say and do whatever he wanted. After this, anytime Councilwoman Bowman asked me to join her and Councilman Brooks for drinks, I declined. When Councilman Brooks texted me past work hours asking me if I was home or getting out tonight, I did not respond until the next morning. When he asked me on multiple occasions to join him at his bar for steak and drinks, I always declined. I also didn't accept Councilwoman Bowman's invitation when she asked me to go to Dallas with her and Councilman Brooks, stating she was going to make him take us shopping. It's clear that at one point these council members were fond of me. In fact, Councilman Brooks was so comfortable please, with me. Would you cop what to know us, please? 
In fact, Councilman Brooks was so comfortable with me that he told me he previously that he told me he was previously in business with a young black man who he knew was a drug dealer, but he didn't care because he was making money off of the young man. He told me the only reason he cut ties with the young man is because he received a heads up that the young man was being investigated by the feds. I told him nothing about that was okay, and I guess that what, that's what privilege does for you. Mm. Likewise, the last time Councilman Brooks asked me to create legislation for him, he told me he wanted me to draft an ordinance that he knew would only affect, affect Club Hayes and piss them off. I told him he probably shouldn't intentionally create something that he knows will target and negatively impact one business, especially since he's a business owner himself. I subsequently spoke with the city attorney's office about the proposed legislation. He never came to me for legislation again. It seems Councilman Brooks' opinion of me may have changed because he doesn't like to be challenged or rejected. However, I will never apologize for speaking out against something I know is wrong. I also won't compromise my standards and integrity by engaging in what I believe is inappropriate behavior just to please someone, even if that someone is my boss. Councilwoman Bowman has been vocal about her disapproval of me speaking with RJ about his job performance. She has a problem with me speaking directly to him about his work, yet she was okay with telling me how messy his clothes look, how bad his hygiene is, how he acts like a female at times, and how she knows he just sits in his office and does nothing. I never commented on these, com these statements when she made them, but instead I made it very clear to her that any issue I have with RJ will be strictly based on his job performance, not anything petty or personal. The only reason I bring these things up now is because it appears I am being punished because I didn't go along with everything these council members have said or done. I'm being professionally punished for personal reasons. In the past month, multiple people have told me that they've asked Councilwoman Bowman what her problem is with me, and her response has been, I just don't like that bitch, with no other explanation. Despite knowing this, I've continued to be nothing but professional towards her, respecting her as I do any of my employers. However, it is apparent to me that people in positions of leadership are allowing personal feelings, pride, and even race to get in the way of what's right. I've been accused of having an overinflated ego. I suppose that is because I have an opinion. I don't just sit down, shut up, and take whatever people try to feed me. And because I walk around with my head high even when some people do all they can to tear me down, I unapologetically use my voice. As the founder of a nonprofit in this city, I have young girls who look like me growing up in similar circumstances as I did who count on my voice because at times it's the only voice they have speaking up for them. If you knew my story and what I went through to get to where I am today, maybe you would understand why I walk and talk the way that I do. I don't know why my confidence intimidates or offends certain people, but I will not shrink myself to make others around me feel more comfortable, nor will I ever apologize for being secure in the gifts God placed inside of me. I love Shreveport and I love working for this city, but as I stated before, I'm not begging to stay in this position. Today, my goal is simply to lay out the facts for the public and let you all draw your own conclusions as to why you think these council members are now pushing for me to be fired. Each council member must decide what side of this you want to be on and vote with your conscience. To those council members who have continuously supported me and believe in my abilities, ability to help make Shreveport a better place, thank you. Serving under your leadership has been a true honor. Thank you. Thank you. Would you please be quiet? At this time, we call for the uh, for the vote.
Motion passes four to three for the firing of Ms. Fleming. Executive session, there are none. If nothing else to come before this body, we stand adjourned. Now, one, I apologize. The clip was very long, but I felt like it was very necessary Absolutely. for, for y'all to hear everything that she uh, laid out flat. Yeah, and, she aired that chopper out. I mean, from being <laughs> old dude saying the N-word around her, pressing up on her, mm -hmm. you know, to the other, the, other, the other council person saying one thing but talking shit behind his back. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. And yep. This is what I'm saying when, this is what I mean when I say that, like, you're, you have to vote for who's on. Hmm. <laughs> you, like, hmm. oh my God. Oh my God. It's, mm -hmm. I don't even, I don't even know Miss Flemings and I don't even know the other council, uh, the other council people. Mm -hmm. However, I do, I have been in situations with white men in higher power who it's something about a comfortability or wanting to be cool with mm -hmm. a black woman or with black people, people that just makes them say whatever it is that comes to mind or just have you ever like asked mm -hmm. a white person like how you doing and they just tell you all their business Ooh, child. Like, i was like i ain't asked you all i that. didn't ask you all that <laughs> i didn't i didn't ask you you know but and it, a part of me is like well then maybe they really just need somebody to talk to but then right. another part, it's like why do you feel comfortable telling me all that stuff you know what i mean so it's just like yep it's really horrible and then even after all that they were still like yeah she gotta go and the councilwoman Bo not bowman mm -hmm. bowman the woman yes I know, and there was another clip I saw where they interviewed her after, and she was like, I don't know what she's talking about. None of that stuff happened. Then why is she fired? Why is she fired? So here, I'm um, I'm on the Shreve, ShreveportTimes.com. Mm -hmm. What led up to Shere Sh Sh Shenerica mm -hmm. Fleming's firing? Fleming's was the one who gave the order for the city to switch its insurance policies during the previous administration. At the time, former mayor Adrian Perkins had not taken office, meaning Fleming's was a private citizen at the time. She also was one of a handful of employees who received an unauthorized raise this year, which was rescinded by Council President James Green in August. Brooks said it was time to move in a different direction. Bowman said her decision was based on complaints from employees inside the clerk's office. And then, quote, you know who you are and you know what you said, and I took it seriously, Bowman said. So, but here's my thing. Here, here is my thing. Mm -hmm. Um... Because I know there was an issue right here in Charlotte with a councilman that got a unauthorized raise. Mm -hmm. Somebody had to authorize money going from one account into that councilwoman's account. So it's giving somebody messed up, and then you just need somebody to put the blame on it. Because that's one thing I don't understand. Like, oh, you got an unauthorized raise. Somebody gave it. Somebody has the pen. Who the fuck is doing payroll? Because why are there so many people who can and cannot authorize? Like I'm not understanding. There should be maybe one person authorizing right. all the chat. It's, What's going on? It's 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 a it's a simple solution. Um, but at the end of the day, if somebody made a mistake, you're talking about she authorized some insurance changes as a private citizen. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. But does that mean that she needs to be fired? fired? No. Because let's not act like... I mean, city councilmen, first of all, they're people. Mm -hmm. They make mistakes. Things happen. 
Okay, now, unless you are committing a crime, now, if she was on some stuff like being fraudulent, right. things like that, then that's a different situation. But if she made a mistake, thought she had approval, and didn't necessarily miscommunication, then so be it. Mm -hmm. But for her to come and have all so, those things to say, mm -hmm. and then y'all still, there's one thing it was like, you know what? We need to keep her here because we need to investigate this a little bit more. Y'all was quick. That vote took all of two minutes. Yo. All of two minutes. All of two minutes. Because y'all knew she was telling the truth. And I hear that Louisiana, like a lot of their, like, you know, cities are kind of like corrupt or whatever. Mm. So I'm like, this is crazy. Like That's wild. That's man. very, very wild. And I feel like a very perfect example for what we're saying here about, like, you need to be voting in your local elections. So like Vote in your local, local elections. elections. Okay. You see how easy it was for sis to pull up that article and read about why, you know, Councilwoman Fleming's um, was fired. Mm -hmm. That's the same thing that you can do in your local elections come the primaries. You can simply Google. You can simply <laughs> just say it. You can simply Google. <laughs> Arms up. <laughs> Arms up. Arms up. <laughs> Arms up. <laughs> oh my there god. There you go. See? <laughs> Put your arm up. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Oh god. Because we don't want y'all coming to us mm -hmm. talking about, oh my god, I can't believe it. All you had to do was do your Googles. Do. It took sis three seconds the to Google that woman. The internet is at the tip of your fingers. It's really y'all do it. Y'all do it to Google the latest album. <laughs> Wait, Krishan and Blueface be talking about. Mm -hmm. You can do that for your local elections because at the end of the day, those are the people that make the decisions that affect mm -hmm. your lives. Yes, not Jeezy, not Lil Wayne, not the Breakfast Club, not okay? Beyonce, not Beyonce, not Beyonce, not even Beyonce. You know why? Because she too has a vote in her local primaries. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure enough. So get it together, tighten up, um, Councilwoman Flemings. Best. Really hate that this happened to you. Yeah, we wish the best of luck to you. We mm -hmm. have to tag her in this so she can see. Oh, for sure. That somebody is. We rocking with you. We're rocking with you because them niggas was hating, and that's that's basically what it is. You see a young a young black woman mm -hmm. in a position of power who was trying to do things. We don't mm -hmm. live in Shreveport, Louisiana, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I don't think somebody would come and let that type of chopper sing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For absolutely no reason. Mm -hmm. For absolutely no reason. Because we all know that politicians do whatever they want to do anyway. Period. And I like what she said. She was like, listen, y'all voted me in here, but I don't have to stay. Okay? I, I can be gone. Like, I, I, I ain't about to beg for this job. Because I, I got other things to do. Okay? I got other shit to do. I can go somewhere else. Okay. And will. Okay? And, and will. And make changes in other people's lives. Period. It's, it's not that big a deal. Period. Y'all want me going? Don't beg me to come back when some shit is going upside down. Okay? All right, let's move forward. What is the other... Was there any other political thing? Um, we had to talk about um, Tim Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and give me the tea on that. I mean, talk about Tim Scott. Mm. So, was it last week or, I, the, or the week before it last? It was the week before last. Okay, so the mm -hmm. week before last, we were talking about how a lot of GOP donors are literally threatening to pull sponsorship um, and donors and, um, and donor dollars mm -hmm. from Tim Scott's campaign because... They're not really feeling his bachelor lifestyle, right? They're like, <laughs> why is this guy 50-something years old and still single? What's going on? Right. Um, well, he has decided to let the world know that he is not a bachelor. He actually has... 
someone in his life. So during mm-hmm. an, um, he was at a an evangelical convention in Iowa mm-hmm. on his campaign trail, I guess, and announced to the world that he is dating a lovely Christian girl. Was she in the room? No, he will not. He will. <laughs> What they say? Is she in the room with us now? Absolutely is not. Is this lovely Christian girl in the room no, with us now? No, she is absolutely not. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, he just wanted the world to know that he's dating a lovely Christian girl. I'm going to pull up the article that oh, I actually wrote the other day. Come on. Yes, uh, ma'am. About this. Um, lovely Christian girl. This lovely Christian girl. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, but again, we don't know that she exists, right? Oh, God. Um, so he described his mystery girl. I'm going to just read what I wrote. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Scott described his mystery girl. Okay. <laughs> Scott described his mystery girlfriend while giving remarks on his religion and faith. He said, I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Um, and this is basically after various publications referenced uh, Scott's marital status, saying that he would be the only unmarried leader since the 19th century. Literally. <clears throat> um, the presidential hopeful also revealed that he and his unidentified bay participated in Bible study and pickleball matches together. He reflected on how his upbringing helped him sustain a successful relationship. And this is what he said, and I quote, as a guy who was raised in a single parent household mirrored in poverty. There we go again with that plastic food. That nigga love a plastic spoon. I understand the devastation when a family breaks up. I had to live with the consequences of a father who was not there. I made a commitment to make sure that that never happened in my life. And I'm so thankful to know a risen savior who has helped me help guide my way. And I'm so thankful that he's allowed my life to intersect at the right time with the right person. And I just say, praise the living God. He ain't got no goddamn girlfriend. He does not have a lovely Christian girl. Okay. Cause if he did where bring her out. If you're, first of all, Bible study in a public place, if you're playing pickleball, that's in a public place. So somebody would have said, and of course, some of his uh, colleagues and staff members is like, we ain't never seen her. So we don't really know what he's talking about. Because he's lying. So, I mean, and I said this two weeks ago, I somewhat feel bad for him because it's like, it really shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're not going to make it into mm-hmm. the right house. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen, okay? Because, again, this is your only, <clears throat> this is your only foundation that you were raised in poverty. And the fact that you had to even start a sentence about your lovely Christian girl and talk about how you was raised in poverty without a father is the reason why you are not going to be the president of the United States of America. Because we don't care anymore. We don't care. What are you going to do? That has nothing to do with us. What are you going to do for the uh, for this people of the United States? Other than say that racism doesn't exist, but then sit there and literally mimic the status quo of what black poverty looks like. The are you talking about? So anyway, yeah, Tim Scott said he got a lovely Christian girl and uh, we have yet to see her, but hopefully she'll come out of hiding. She's not real. Okay. <laughs> He's all right, but she's not real. She doesn't. The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. (laughs) It doesn't can exist. (laughs) So, dude, I feel bad for the guy. That nigga ain't got no goddamn girlfriend, y'all. If y'all believe that, you're foolish. You're lying to yourselves, just like he's lying to y'all. And the sad part about it is, even with all that, he's still trolling in third place behind DeSantis and Trump. Girl, I saw a video today of not him, but someone was going up to like Trump supporters asking him about Vivek. Bruh. And they were like, 
He's, they were like, we don't want, we don't like, these were Republicans saying that they didn't like him. Nobody, no one is voting for y'all colors. I really need. <laughs> Over there in the Republican land, they're not voting for you colors in the GOP. I'm so My conservative color people, huh? and I mean all colors. All of you. The Rainbow Coalition. If you do not look like Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump. It's not going to happen it's for you. It's not happening for you. It's, you can have conservative values. Yes. No one's telling you that your values don't matter. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that. But if you think that they're going to allow those conservative values to have a black face on it. You got another thing coming. To represent all people of the United States of America. It's not happening. That is called insanity. <laughs> That's what that's called. Okay. It's so not happening. That goes for Vivek, Tim Scott, Larry mm-hmm. Elder, yep. who's also running uh, under the Republican ticket. It's not happening. It's not happening. I think that's kind of it. We have... Oh, sick of these niggas. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel you. I can't. All right. We're going to move on. Let's we, move on. Um, so this was kind of... Is this funny? I don't know. I laughed at it. Anyway, th- there was a teacher at the, a Long Island school. Why you got to say Long Island loud like that? I, I just said Long Island. No, you said it loud. Like, I didn't. I just you, said you Long Island. You bolded it. You put it in bold. I, di- I did it. I think you bold. You, you didn't underline it, but you bolded I, it. I, I didn't. I just. <laughs> you bolded it. Anyway, there was a teacher who, I think they were like doing like a, a morality test, a morality test with fifth graders. Child. Here's a clip from the news. Well, a teacher on Long Island disciplined tonight for handing out an assignment to fifth graders that some say was inappropriate. The paper was to have the students think about choices in a complicated situation. A fallout shelter during a nuclear attack with limited space. So who do you let in? It's the choices that sparked the controversy and the young age of the students. Here's Long Island reporter Shante Lance. A fifth grade health teacher is in the hot seat after giving a controversial assignment to her students, which is now raising eyebrows of their parents. I'm assuming she tried to teach a valuable lesson. The teacher at Howard B. Madeline Middle School in Plainview gave assignment in the form of a questionnaire, stating that an unknown enemy has launched a nuclear strike against Long Island, and there are 20 minutes to get to a fallout shelter. It says you can choose six people to be in a shelter with you and then list 10 choices. It's some of those choices causing concern across Plainview. Like a police officer with multiple charges of police brutality, a 38-year-old retired prostitute, and a 31-year-old homosexual architect. I think it's a crazy question. The assignment was given on 9-11. The whole scenario is crazy. The teacher, identified as Mandy Beater, who's also the middle school track coach, has been removed from the classroom and suspended. Very nice person. Plainview High School ninth grader Holden Rothschild says Beter is also his health teacher and asked similar questions that day. I think that the scenario at the middle school was a different, like more of an inappropriate scenario than it was at the high school, which is a big problem, I think. Why is that a problem? Because the high schoolers are more mature than the Matlin and don't know as, are more innocent. The middle school's principal calls the assignment deeply inappropriate, saying, quote, our school and our district as a whole do not approve nor support assignments that are age inappropriate, out of alignment with the curriculum, and fall outside of New York State standards. 
We condemn this type of material in the strongest possible terms. Okay. Why? Wait a minute, because I feel like I'm sorry. I, first of all, I didn't realize that she the the, the <laughs> I didn't realize that she gave the assignment out on 9/11. <laughs> Why are fifth graders? Yeah, first of all, yeah, you know what? I have to, okay. You're gonna literally give a assignment about a nuclear bomb on 9/11 in New York? It's not funny. Are you? It's not funny. But wait, since we gotta play along, because I I kind of want to know your answers to this question. Read me the other options. Okay, here we go. It's the 31 year old homosexual architect. Yo, these what are the very, very, very. What is specific. going on? Wait, hold on. I messed up. Okay, wait, wait. Delete. Okay. All right. Good God, I cannot see. Let me see. Hold on, I'm trying to like. Okay, done. Save it. Save to photos. Okay. So can we zoom in? All righty. An unknown enemy has has launched a nuclear strike on Long Island because of advanced warning technology. You are aware that you have 20 minutes to get yourself into a fallout shelter located at your neighborhood in your neighborhood. When you arrive, 10 other people waiting to get in as well greet you. The shelter has enough supplies for you and six other people to survive the three months that you must remain inside before you can come out safely. Your group must decide unanimously who will be brought in and who Why will... Why would you do fifth graders like this? This is I'm, disgusting. I, personally, I love this. Who will be left out? So here, your, here are our questions. Here are our... our uh, fifth grader? Number one, a 16-year-old pregnant, pregnant girl... <laughs> number two a police officer with multiple charges of police of brutality pe pending against him he has he has his gun with him too okay he gotta go he's not going number three a 38 year old retired prostitute she could come they could yeah, come I mean, they could come a 75 year old priest okay um a 30 um, mm, I'm gonna let the pregnant girl in. I'm gonna let the pregnant girl Actually, in. Actually, no. Oh. I'm, hold on. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wow. wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're gonna, we gonna go through the rest. Um, a 35 year old <laughs> sterile female doctor. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, I'm getting mad. Six and seven. Okay, this six, six, six and seven. A husband and wife. They refuse to be separated. He is a lawyer. She is an alcoholic. <laughs> so she don't got no job. Yeah. Number eight, a 31-year-old homosexual architect. They could come through. That, why is that up there? I don't know. Why don't we need to know that he's gay? I don't know. <laughs> a 50-year-old musician previously addicted to cocaine. Damn. And then number 10, a 28-year-old drifter who... With no apparent skills. This just sounds like the plot of fucking, um, uh, what's that movie? What's Purge? Yes. That's uh, exactly what this sounds maybe, like. Maybe what's, it is. What's that other movie? Um, the Escape Room. It was just random oh. ass people. All right. Here's my six. Oh my God. I'm going with the pregnant gir sick girl. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the prostitute. I'm going with the sterile female doctor. I'm going with the homosexual architect, and I'm going to go with the cokehead, and this is wild. And the priest. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna go with the architect because okay. we need to build houses after. Yes. I'm gonna go with the doctor. Um, I like music, so I need to be entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely gonna go with the pregnant girl. <laughs> Hold on, pregnant girl, doctor, the architect, the musician. <sighs> I'm crying. This is so ridiculous. I'm going to let the priest in. I mean, because I just feel like yeah. I'm not going nowhere right. if that's the case. Right. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because then the husband and wife. Right. They got to stay. They, they refuse oh, to separate. They both, okay, then the drifter comes. Yeah, that's what I said, too. Because I don't want the alcoholic wife in there with me because she's going to get on my nerves. Yeah. I kind of don't want the pregnant girl because she's going to probably deliver that baby, maybe. Right, but the doctor's there. Okay, but then we gotta hear that baby for three months. But why is the doctor sterile? Like, why do so? Okay, so here, here's my problem. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. It's my <laughs> wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's my, like fucking screaming. Hold on. What the fuck? I'm fucking weakly. Okay, good. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. These are. Fifth graders. So imagine you're a child. Now, granted, you're supposed to, you, you're a parent. Your job is to explain certain things to your kids. But imagine your kid, your fifth grade, 10 year old, coming home asking, What is sterile? <sighs> what is a homosexual architect? They don't, know what, they don't know what sterile means. They don't even know what an architect is. I'm sweating. What is cocaine? We're fifth grade, you were like 10 years old, right? Right. So you know what a 16-year-old pregnant girl is. You know what that is. They know what cocaine is at 10. But why? I mean, listen, hard subjects are in some of those TV shows and books. I just, first of all, and I also need to know why is this the lesson in health class? Health is, at, at the fifth grade, are we not talking about what happens when your period comes? Mm-hmm. Are we not telling a little, little boy what happens when you get a little woody? Well, you know, some schools be trying to ban that, so... Oh, so we want to ban that. We want to ban talks of period. So you just want the girls to be bleeding them everywhere. They don't know to ask for a pad or something like that. But wait, wait, or wait, the wait. boys get a little woody and wait, they don't know what's going wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. But you don't think, okay, seriously, do you, do you not think like this in some way or sh- shape or form like helps with some type of like analytical reasoning or thinking or deductive reasoning? I absolutely think it does, but there's no need for this type of descriptive <laughs> shit. Okay, because first of all, it's unrealistic. <laughs> a nuclear bomb goes off of Long Island. We're absolutely kaput. Oh, we're we're done. There's no way. Well, no, you get you got you got. There's no way you have twenty minutes on Long Island. This is an island. There's nothing but water surrounding us. You taking it personal, right? I now. am because it's Long Island. Upstate, maybe Long Island. You don't have 20 minutes to get anywhere. You're done. You're underwater. I actually don't think it's that bad of an assignment. I think if I had a child, I would, first of all, I would cry. I would be crying laughing. You would. I would die laughing. But I would love this. But my problem is the specifics. Why is this? Well, well, this is how, this is, I mean, I think this helps you judge, uh, judge, you judge of moral character. Why you couldn't I don't say wanna, a 35-year-old doctor? Why she got to be sterile too? That's some personal ass information. Well, well, we have to think about maybe like re, uh, repopulating. So that's something. why we got the 16-year-old girl. So why does the doctor need to be sterile? Well, somebody need to help that girl with that baby because it ain't going to be me. So again, so just doctor. We can take the sterile out. Listen. And when you're telling your kid about 
an architect because he build a whole new Long Island. Yes. Why does it matter who he's getting? That's a great question. Why do, why do we care about who that's he, a great, what he likes? That's a great question. I mean, there are some very wild descriptors in here. And why is the wife an alcoholic? What, what is the alcoholic wife and the lawyer? No, no, doing? that's actually good information. First, they, they refuse to leave each other. He's a lawyer and all she does is an alcoholic. No, he can't come because she's a nuisance. Sorry. She'll be fine because there's no alcohol in there. She'll be fine. She'll sober up. No, but she it's might. Ray but Charles, she like, might. She might lose her shit because she hasn't had a drink in a while. And she'll be fine. Three months in that bunker? Are you crazy? Listen, if we punch her in the face, she'll be knocked the fuck out. You know what? Participate. I need to know. What would you. Who are the six? Run it back. I'll, I'm going to try to find a way to put the words on the screen of all six of them. All of the, the list of the people. I need to know what six you would choose. We need to TikTok about this. Yeah. Because this is in... <laughs> this is the plot to... This is, this is the plot to Escape Room. This is the plot to Escape Room. <gasps> oh my God. Because in Escape Room, it was just people. You right. had the schmuck. You had oh. the woman who lost her daughter. You had the weird girl that survived the plane crash. The white boy that didn't do it. shit. I love the it. The nerd. I what is it. this? I love it. Oh my plain view. I love it. Listen, I don't I, I didn't grow up anywhere near plain view, so because niggas be like, ain't that that shit people? Absolutely not. Oh my god. All right, let's move forward because we running out of time. We got a lot of shit. Running out of time. Okay, quickly. Tanache comes forth about the label, about her label. What's going on with Tanache? So Tanache randomly um, was talking about, uh, well, when I say randomly, somebody mm. approached her about it. Right. And she was talking about how she, her label forced her to do a song with R. Kelly and how she was That's somewhat great. embarrassed to do the song with Chris Brown. So I know the song that she did with Chris Brown was about, and you want to stay up, play up. Mm. You know, da, da, da. No? Okay. Come on, look who you're talking to. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> Very true. But anyway, so she was on the um, Zach Snag show. Okay. Um, and she literally was talking about how um, Tanache was asked whether she thought her singles with disgraced R&B singer R. Kelly and Chris Brown, okay, blah, 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 mm -hmm. were a result of her label's faulty strategy to launch her career. Damn. At the time of their release, the singles resulted in immense scrutiny pointed at Tanache for working with men who had a violence of history against women. Now, I don't know the song she did with R. Kelly. Uh, me neither. Before speaking up, Tanache appeared stunned and responded with a laugh. You think I wanted to do those songs? I literally blocked that R. Kelly song from my mind. I forgot that it even exists. Damn. That is so embarrassing. That is so <clears throat> unreal that I even have a song with R. Kelly. Um, Damn. Then she said, uh, you know, then they started talking about um, mm -hmm. some other shit. Hold on. I'm trying to see where she was talking about Chris Brown. Um, she was also saying I was too young, which is crazy because I feel like I did that song when I just signed to that label. I was probably like 20. Um, and she said, especially when it comes to singles, um, for like, for example, that song with, with Chris, that was a song that we all wanted it to be a big moment, this big single. So I feel like in the label's mind, they were like, you need to support. It. And Chris was like their biggest artist that they had on rhythmic radio at the time. Mm. I mean, um, so she was like, I was <clears> like, well, this is a pop song. So I really don't feel like we should put Chris on, right. on it like that. I don't like that. They, that doesn't compute to me. Um, mm. anyway, Chris Brown really wasn't too happy about that. However, after reading the actual quote of what she says, mm -hmm. I don't really <clears throat> think that Chris Brown's response was necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, cause Chris Brown really was like name five Tanache songs quickly. Okay. Um, and for some people that was the struggle. 
Um, not for me. I, I think I, I think I got about five Tinashe songs on my phone. Um, but for obviously for Chris Brown, you know, we can name probably 20, 25, 50 songs by Chris Brown, literally. Um, but I just don't think that the response was necessary because mm-hmm. she didn't really necessarily what? say she didn't really necessarily say <clears throat> anything that was so damaging right. to uh, to Chris Brown. And if anything, I feel like Chris Brown's response just kind of makes him look a little petty. Mm. I get where he's coming. I do get where he's coming from because people just be shooting straight bullets at Chris Brown. He be minding his business, dancing in the corner, whatever he be doing, and then all of a sudden somebody got his name in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like. I wasn't even like, why? Now, her feeling type of way about R. Kelly, um, mm-hmm. I totally get that. Yeah, However, valid. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel that way about R. Kelly. I wonder how Usher feels or how, um, sh- how do you think Jay-Z? He got a whole album with him. Whole album. Well, he was done with that nigga afterwards, though. Cause so He was. So. And maybe there's a reason why mm-hmm. and nobody was trying to listen to him. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It's just... That sucks. It is what it is, but yeah. you know, Tanache, hold your head up. Like at the end of the day, your career has not been based off of your song with Chris Brown and your song with R. Kelly. This is true. I mean, I'm blocking it out too because I don't even know what song she's talking about with R. Kelly. Never heard. I didn't know she had a song with R. Kelly. Damn. So. Hmm. Oh well. Old to the well. Old to the well. We gonna move moving forward. Um, little update from last week. Mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, who you know we were talking about him and his wife had written a character witness letter for Danny Masterson. Well, Ashton Kutcher has now stepped down from the board of his own organization, which was for what? Anti-child sex abuse. The irony. Girl, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> His wife, Mila Kunis, also um, served as an observer on the organization's board. Um, the move comes in wake of outrage over their letters of support of Danny Masterson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, victims of sexual abuse have been historically silenced, and the character statement I submitted is yet another painful instance of questioning victims who are brave enough to share their experiences. And this is what she wrote um, to the chairman of the board of Thorn. That is the name of the organization. So oh. after my wife and I spent several days of listening, personal reflection, and y'all got kids learning in conversation with survivors and the employees and leadership at Thorn, I have determined the responsible thing for me to do is resign as chairman of the board effective immediately. I cannot allow my error in judgment to distract from our efforts and the children that <clears throat> we serve. I want to say this. Yeah, no shit. It, okay. I just want to know what it feels like to to like watch your career go all the way into the, the Hudson River over a criminal. Over your mans who definitely did that shit. I don't understand. I don't. Who I got 30 years. 30 years. I don't understand. It's just like even like people that are still. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> like. I just, I don't understand what, what y'all not getting about. Toxicity will never win. Ever. And like for y'all to really ruin the, the platforms and foundations that you have established over so many years, just because your ain't shit friends committed a crime is baffling to me. Several crimes. He did it three times. Three times. People are not perfect. No. However, for y'all to just be like, I mean, even for people that's like, you know, y'all on some Tory Lane. Come on. Weird. It's just weird. It's weird. Like, it's like, like, come on. Like, everything points to the fact that even that Tory did it and that Danny did it. 
R. Kelly did it. R. Kelly did it. Bill Cosby did it. Guilty. Okay. And y'all writing character letter, character witness letters? Donald Trump did it. The yeah. only difference is he is white. Oh, well, so was Danny Masterson. So you know he's guilty as fuck. And he got and he got 30 years. 30 years. They ain't give him no probation. They didn't. They ain't say, oh, you know. We'll think about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll circle back on this, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? No, they said that motherfucker's guilty. And y'all, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, y'all have had such prolific careers. Like, and they were like, Dear Judge, he's my friend, though. Like, so? <laughs> <laughs> I really like, yo. Your friend's a rapist. Don't ever let me become a judge. Love you. And the fuck? Your friend's a rapist. Now what? How do we go from here? Like, okay, like, what you want me to do about that? Like, I um, didn't, I didn't commit the crime. I'm just okay. gonna send this ass to jail. Child, I'm listening to the facts and I'm moving on. Right. Okay. I got, a, I got another, I got another rape case at, at three. Like, exactly. I, 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 okay. Okay. He did it. He's going to jail. Let's, like, moving on. He's going to prison. Child. Okay. What we got next? Child, this is ridiculous. I am drunk, Sherelle. You're not drunk. You don't know that. You're not. It's only one glass. The one glass is wearing me out. Another person that is just going down for no reason, oh. like it's just attacking black women, is the founder of Rolling Stone. Oh my God. Like a walk. Oh my God. He said some wild stuff the other day mm -hmm. um, about black women. And now all of a sudden he's going down. Like once again, it's just like. What did he say? Uh oh, uh -oh what happened? No, nah, I just almost, that's okay. Oh. Um, hold on. Let me. I thought I had the article pulled up, but like it was just. Hold on. Because uh, he's supposed to be writing a book called The Masters or something like that. Yeah. And he didn't reference any. Oh, excuse me. Black women or black people? I forget. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Mm hmm. All because, okay, so basically Rolling Stone's founder just lost decision-making power in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, all because he called black and female artists inarticulate. That's what it was. Okay. Um, he literally, yeah, so he is, um, he interviewed for his forthcoming offering, The Masters, which contains wide-ranging sit-down with seven rock and roll gods. This includes Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, John Lennon, Bruce Springsteen, Brano, Jerry Garcia, I don't know who that is, and Pete Townsend, mm -hmm. all of whom, as the New York Times uh, pointed out, are white and male. Mm -hmm. Okay? <clears throat> so he said, on um, the question, there are seven subjects in the new book, seven white guys. In the introduction, you acknowledge that performers of color and women performers are not just in your zygest. What, which, to my mind, is not plausible of Jan Winner, Janice, Janice Joplin, mm -hmm. Joni Mitchell, Stevie Nicks, Stevie Wonder, the list keeps going. What do you think is a deeper explanation as to why, for why you interviewed the subjects you interviewed and not others? He literally said, and this is, what, this is a TMZ article, it said it's telling. He says, when I was referring to the Zygas, I was referring to black performers, not to the female performers, okay? Just to, just to get that accurate. The selection was not a deliberate selection. It was kind of intuitive over the years. It just fell together that way. The people had to meet a, meet a couple of criteria, but it was just kind of my personal interest and love for them. He adds, insofar as the women, just none of them were as articulate enough on this intellectual level. The reporter pushes back, uh, asking if he does, if he really doesn't think Joni Mitchell was articulate enough to talk music on a <laughs> on an intellectual level. Like, babe, I love when journalists do that. It's like, mm, you good? Wait, 
Wait, go back up to what are you saying about black people? Mm-hmm. Read it one more again. Um, okay, so this is the answer that he said. Mm-hmm. When I was referring to the zygist, I was referring to black performers, not to the female performers, okay? Just to get that accurate. The selection was not a deliberate selection. It was kind of intuitive over the years. It just fell together that way. The people had to meet a couple criteria, but it was just kind of my personal interest and love for them. Insofar as the women, just none of them were as articulate enough on this intellectual level. It wasn't deliberate. It was intuitive. So intuitively, you only like those white male artists. So that was deliberate. You deliberately didn't interview any black artists and any female artists mm-hmm. because they didn't align with you intuitively. Miss me with that. Fuck that guy. And this is why, you know, because people, you have some people that's like, you know, why do we open the black version of stuff? Why do we need the BET <clears throat> Awards? Why do we need the Hip Hop Awards, Soul Train Awards, NAACP, Image Awards, all that stuff like that? This is why. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why. The Rolling, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there's so many people that should be in, in, inducted into the role of uh, uh, Rock, Rock and Roll, roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and they're just not. Yep. Yet, you know what I'm saying? And we don't know why, other than to the fact that they probably look like this. But I'll be damned if that man's going to sit there and say that you cannot sit there on a personal level and talk music with some of the great. Obviously, Tina Turner is no longer with us. Right. But you still have you still have Patti LaBelle. You have Gladys Knight. You know what I'm saying? There's Yo. the, you have Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hell, you could probably talk music on a on a on an intellectual level with her, one of the most talented artists that we have right now. Women, none, no women were articulate enough. Women of color. Meanwhile, a black woman holds the most Grammys of all time. Cheers. A black woman. So, listen. I don't even get bent out of shape over something like this. He's an old white man. We already know the vibes. Mm. Okay. So it is what it is. Fuck that guy. And that's, and it's just point, plain and simple. Period. So now because of your just disgusting remarks and just unprecedented remarks, now you don't have no more power. So you know what? See if some of your, your, your old white men will give you some of that power. Yeah. See, see. Did your intuition tell you that you weren't going to get fired? You. Is that articulate enough for you? (laughs) Did your intuition? What's not clicking? Is that? What's not clicking? Are you articulating that? Your intuition didn't tell you you was about to get fired, bitch. (laughs) You wasn't, you didn't meet the intellectual capacity to know that. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Um, you know what? We we might we might have to skip over that one. Oh, for sure. We might have to skip over that yeah. one. We could do these two because that's it right there. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, uh, and, and this oh shit. yeah. For, okay, well then we can skip. We can come back to that too. These two. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do one, two, and three. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So this is some some good news about black people. So did you know that Oxford Dictionary is making a dictionary that's catering strictly to African American English? <gasps> a dictionary for the blacks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. I love it. Like, it's really dope. I wonder what the words are going to be inside of it. Okay. Wait, um, wait what? Is that still I've been drinking. Sorry, y'all. I've been drinking. All right. So I'm just going to read this. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. of some of the words. So here is, this is from NBC News. Here are 10 words that will be featured in the African American English Dictionary. Oh, how exciting. Okay, what we got? Okay. Precise definitions for bussin', chitterlings, and cakewalk. I gotta get the fuck. Will be distributed to the world in the 2025 in the new dictionary. <laughs> So I gotta go. I can't do this right now. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was not expecting you to say bussin'. I can't. And when I said that sentence number one, that's how they opened up the article. That's how they opened it up. No, nothing. Okay. So I'm just gonna read this. I don't want to go. I want to go. Okay. Okay. So during a recent online presentation, those tied to the publication revealed that they already selected 100 words to include in its dictionary and have its eyes set on a publication for March 2025. Okay. Here are some of the words. These are 10 below. Find 10 of the definitions included in the soon to be published dictionary. Are you ready, sis? Are you ready? Number one is bussing. (laughs) Adjective and particle. Especially describing food, tasty, delicious, also more generally impressive, excellent. Describing a party, events, etc. Busy, crowded, lively. Grill, noun, a removable or permanent dental overlay, typically made of silver, gold, or another metal, and often inset with gemstones, which is worn as jewelry. Promise land. <laughs> Ridiculous. A place perceived to be where enslaved people and later African Americans more generally can find refuge and live in freedom. A reference to the biblical story of Jewish people seeking freedom from Egyptian bondage. Chitterlings, plural. A dish made from pig intestines that are typically boiled, fried, or stuffed with other ingredients. Occasionally also pig intestines as an ingredient. Kitchen, the hair at the nape of the neck. I want which is out... I want Alshur. The hair at the nape of the neck, which is typically shorter, kinkier, and considered more difficult to style. Cakewalk, a contest in which black people uh, will perform a stylized walk in pair, um, pairs, typically judged by a plantation owner. The winner would see some type of cake. Old school, characteristic of early hip hop or rap music that emerged in New York. Pat, as in like. To tap the foot in rhythm with music, sometimes as an indication of participation in religious uh, worship. On Hagger's Children, a reference to black people collectively. Okay, so Who? this... Who? Uh, Let me see. Oh. Yeah, that's different. I ain't never heard that one before. Ring Shout, a spiritual ritual involving a place where participants follow one another in a ring shape, shuffling their... Okay, okay, so... um, Okay. Yeah, we know that. Some of these are old school. Yeah, this is literally old school. Um, The public can contribute to the collection by submitting uh, relevant words. So we can submit some words. So, um, you know, ski should be in there. I don't know. Something. I want the niggas at Oxford arrested. Okay. Henry Louis Gates Jr. is a literary critic and African American history professor at Harvard. Um, He spoke to the Times about his role as the editor of the project which will be contributed to by researchers and editors from both Oxford languages and the Harvard university, blah, 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 blah. That took me out (laughs) because why is busing going to be? What words do y'all think should be in there? Ooh. Cause you literally can, you can, you can submit words that you think should be in here. And I don't think that Twitter needs to know about this. I don't think that Twitter needs to know about this. I think dead ass should be in there. Absolutely. 
Okay. Yes. Oh, um, um Oh. A hundred. A hundred. Okay, well if we're gonna do it, then we gonna then we have to do like one. Yeah, put one in. We there. gotta do we gotta do one. That's ridiculous. but we gotta do like how do you describe that? <laughs> a sign off, a signature, to say goodbye. I'm annoyed. Uh, a salutation. Okay, you're good. <laughs> Ask for hire me. I mean, literally. Cause... Hire me. But if we're gonna do, if we're gonna, if we're gonna add it, then we need to do like all this, the slang terms that people use to like describe money. Like, so it costs me a bean. It costs half a man. It costs. It costs a buck. Ooh, you know what needs to be in there? Dub, dub, and L. Absolutely, be- because some, absolutely. A dub. I saw somebody sir, use dub as like like it's a it's like a, it's an L, and I'm like, no, a dub means to win. Right? Who said that? Somebody was like a dub. Well, means- hold on, no. So maybe it might be. So now it's regional. Now we get it because something. Oh, what's a dub? I'm out of here. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This is AAVE is actually very confusing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, oh, it's a dub. Like, I gotta go. See, like very interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought that was I thought that was really, really cool. Very really interesting. Did. So unfortunately, Virgo season uh Ooh, ciao. has been taking the couples out. Love does not live N- not up in here. In Virgo's well, except for in my house. Yes. But, well, yes. Um, you know, but when it comes to the celebrity world, Child, everybody named Mama is breaking up. Um, we got word that Young Jeezy and Jeannie Mai are calling it quits. Child. Actually, Jeezy filed for divorce from Jeannie Mai. Man, when a man filed for divorce, yeah, like you did that shit. <laughs> you guilty as <laughs> hell. You did it. You it's did not, it. You did it. Whatever he said, you did. You did you that. You did that shit. Oh my god. Um, and the internet has been having a field day with it. Yes. Um. I'm not even gonna repeat some of the shit they said. Yo, y'all been wilding. Out of control. Out of control. Um, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumper. They have apparently they have been separated for a while. That's shocking. I ain't going for it. I was kind of shocked, but people also been having fun with that saying now Tiana can eat coochie in peace. Um, oh my god. <laughs> wow. I mean, if she do fly that flag, good for her. Who else? Who else broke? Somebody else broke up. Apparently, so word on the street is that. Remy Ma has been cheating on Papoose. I heard that too. I heard that too. And if she has, that's a that's a deep cut for some of us, for some of y'all. Like Remy Ma and Papoose, like that's New York hood legacy rap, like yeah, um, royalty type of vibe. I heard that too. I heard that too. Who else broke up? Somebody else recently just broke up. Oh, who else? Uh, I think it was a white couple. Somebody else just broke uh, up. Oh, one of the Jonas Brothers and Sophie Turner. Oh yeah, I ain't care about that. They got divorced. They even look good together. Um, yeah, they just they it's been Sophia Vergara and Joe Maganella. That one hurt because I thought they was going to go for the long one. Well, apparently she didn't want kids and he did. I'm like, but didn't you know that beforehand? I First mean, of all, she like I, fifty years old. I know. I'm like, I feel like didn't y'all not talk about that? Right, y'all been together seven years and she fifty. So right, um, like so. How's that going? Yeah, I don't understand. Quickly, um, he fine though. Oh, Woo, girl, stupid bag. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. I'd be like, I'm not going. That's yeah. That's a good. Okay. <laughs> oh, speaking of white men, Hugh Jackman and his wife. 
Oh, they got divorced. Them? Damn, I, I missed that one. After 27 years. But hear me out. After 27 years, you ain't going nowhere. I'm going to go to my side of the house and you're going to go to yours. For real, for real. We'll take a break for a couple weeks, if anything, like, and we'll come back. Like, shut your ass up. Okay. Go in the room. Come eat dinner. Okay. And, uh, okay, 27 years, get you ain't out of going my, no fucking Get way. out of my face with that. Literally. Out of my face. Out of my face. Out of my face. Okay. Period. You ain't going no damn where. Out of my face. There was somebody else, too, though. Now you got me. I know. Basically, everybody. Check to make sure that you're not divorced. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> when I say everybody is breaking up, everybody is breaking up. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, I don't like it. I don't Ew. like it at all. Um, um, but the last thing that we're gonna talk about, mm-hmm. um, who y'all really want to break up, is Tyler Perry and his words. So, um, you want to play it? Uh, yeah, you sent it to me, right? I did. Everybody and their mama been talking about this clip. Um, and we will not be any any exception. Um, Tyler Perry uh, was on. <laughs> Tyler Perry was on some. I don't know where he was at, honestly. He was on the um, Keep It Positive podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is hosted by actually one of his employees. Like she's on the oh. show Sisters. Oh, okay. So yeah. And she, apparently, the girl asked asked this man about dating and black men and black women. Um, here we go, child. Listen, a, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm-hmm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In the in in our society right now, mm-hmm. m- black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job, mm-hmm. and is a good man. And is good to you, mm-hmm. and honors and honors the house, and honors his wife, and does what he can, mm-hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Exactly. That is okay. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody who's beneath you. Yeah. That's somebody who came to love you at your worth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm-hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money. All I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm going to cover the mortgage and all the other stuff. You can the light bill, baby. You can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm-hmm. That is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that's so hard for a lot of people to take in because that means, no, no, no. I need somebody to, who is, <laughs> I need, I, they need to make five times more and I got to have, the, I got to have, well, you uh-huh. keep, but go on, keep, keep, looking, go on, keep your list, baby. Yeah. God, God bless you. Hope it happens. Go on, keep your list. <laughs> but when you talk about just someone to love you and support yes. you, I, I know people who have, who, whose men can't touch what they make. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you see them together, that love, that support, that that I got you, babe, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. Well, <clears throat> the girlies, um, they've been tearing Tyler a whole new asshole. You hear me? A whole new asshole. Literally. Um, I want another piece of garlic bread. Sorry. Okay. Um, I don't think I agree with all of this. Okay. Okay. If I'm taking it literally. Right. If I am paying the mortgage and you can only pay the light bill, we have a problem. We got a serious okay, problem. You are it very literally. Yeah. Got you. Yes. Got you. Yeah. Okay. We have a serious issue. Okay. We have a serious, serious issue. I don't... <sighs> I don't think there's anything wrong with making maybe 
a, a little bit more than your man. But like, mm-hmm. I think if you're making a significant amount of money more than your man, I don't know how helpful that is for a relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like, and even, and, and men can probably speak to this, but I mean, I've talked to men who are like, yeah, I can't do anything right now because I don't feel like myself as a man to, you know, I don't have my money to get. Like right. men are insecure about that. Damn. When 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 men are broke, them niggas is like, yeah, they down, down oh, on right. My look. So I don't know. I mean, and granted, I don't know who he knows, but the rest of us poor's down here. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> when when the men are are broke, they are kind of insufferable. And I don't. Oh, absolutely. And I don't see that being a good relationship. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, so that's where I'm at. Like, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I feel you on that. Like that that's how I feel. I'm just like, I don't I hear what he's saying, mm-hmm. but Yeah. I don't, is it realistic? Is it realistic? Yeah. How you feel? I actually um mm-hmm. how do I say this? God damn it. I didn't think it was anything wrong with what he said. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm only saying it from a mature standpoint mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, what, what what I got from what he was saying is like, y'all are constantly talking about how you can't find a man and you will literally mm-hmm. step over a man because he's a janitor mm, yeah, or because <clears throat> he is, um, you know, a, a, a floor, I don't know, whatever, you right. know, he's, uh, instead of being the doctor, he's just the receptionist. Or he's the one that brings the food or whatever. But then complain that you can't find a good man. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's almost insufferable from a societal standpoint that you guys will com- continue to scoff about being lonely and single and stuff like that. Mm. But then there'd be like a perfect dude right in front of your ass. Mm. Treats you good. All this stuff. So, okay, he don't drive a Bentley. He don't play for the Panthers. He don't got go. He don't do this, like you know, in pictures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't. He don't got studio time. Mm-hmm. And y'all will literally look over him because of that. Yeah. So it's just like. But I also think, like, on top of that, I think like a lot of things are happening, like especially like with like millennials mm-hmm. and Gen Z women. There's a lot of talk, and we've talked about mm-hmm. this before. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk out there for like women to be dating. Like, I don't want to use this damn term high value men mm. like that's the big you know that's the hot topic right, right. now hot, hot you know dating a man who can pay for all of your bills and you know yeah. if he can't pay for all your bills why are you talking to him girl or you know like and i think us as women you know as <clears throat> like a little bit older woman i really think that we need to somehow change that narrative i don't I, it might be a little too late in my opinion mm-hmm. but i just think i just think it's tired because at the end of the day we're not going to help them get anywhere by immediately. Cause like y'all know I'm always here for the brothers. I've mm-hmm. been, I've been like that since, since season one, episode one, mm-hmm. it doesn't look good when you just want a man to just pay all your bills and just do everything for you. And then when, like when the script is flipped, you looking like, mm-hmm. like Dave Chappelle, like, Oh, that. excuse me. Right. And it's just, it's just not cool. Especially if you want a, a, a decent relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just, I just someone I just think that narrative really needs to die. Like 
It's almost like it's the same narrative with men that feel like, you know, oh, I want a bad bitch. Da, da, da. Yeah. Everybody want a bad bitch so they get a bad bitch. And then they be like, this bitch is wearing me out. Well, no shit. Exactly. And it's the same with women. It's like, you know, I want a real man. I want one that can pay for my bills. But, you know, I want one that he owns his own business. Mm. You want a man that owns your own business so you at home by yourself. Listen. Because he's all he's thinking about is his business. He ain't mm-hmm. thinking about you. He ain't thinking about marrying you he ain't think about having no kids he ain't think about taking you out to the movies hell he ain't think about going to dollar tree and get you a hershey bar he ain't think about none of that <laughs> so it's like somehow some way we need to change the narrative so i don't really think what tyler perry said was wrong some people was on twitter dragging him like this is the same man that made his billions off a of black woman i'm like but he wasn't downing black women. a lot of people got real weird and they was like being homophobic and calling him yeah. gay and i'm like wait a minute like, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute 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 like what happened to the original plot of the movie i mean yeah like wh- why y'all wh- he wrote the script what, Sorry. Like, girl i <laughs> you know he probably wrote that bitch Sorry. I'm sorry, Tyler. I hope you don't see this. Because I really want to come to the studio one day and work with you. I really would like Nonetheless, to do that. I feel you, what you're saying. Like, I don't know. It just, it, it gets really weird. And also, it's not realistic. Listen, if every woman is, is trying to date the $600 men, right. we're fucked. Y'all done. Some, right. Y'all are, Forget it. You need to blow your standards in that sense. Like, every right. man is not, they not out here like that. No, no, I'm so sorry. They're really not. They it's, not. It's not. You are the six hundred thousand dollar man, right? It's not. It's, it's more likely you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I kind of feel bad for, um, you know, some of the girls coming up right now. Mm-hmm. I really do because, and this is this is not me down in black men. It's not at all. I'm just. I just think the standards are like, like beyond ground level mm-hmm. right now. I just. I don't think that. Um, you know, I won't say any names. I know somebody that I think is like used to not being treated so well that like when an opportunity is being presented, Mm. it's like, and I, and I, and I can say I was the same freaking way, Mm -hmm. but somehow some way, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I just think, I just think we just need to change that narrative. So at the end of the day, ladies, it's like, don't, don't overlook a man who's little. And that's what he was saying. Like Mm -hmm. somebody is like. He want to take you out. He actually want to help you out. He want to do things right. like, all right, babe, you know, like I, I might not be able to take you to the, to steak 48, but you know, we can go get a little, you know, right. A little something, little something. two for 25 at Chili's and right. just spend time together. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't think that y'all should down him for that because at no. the end of the day, y'all don't even like half this food anyway. Like y'all want, Ooh. I'm just saying, well, y'all don't even know what you want. Like you just see it. Like, why, like I, why you want an Hermes bag and you don't even got a wallet to put in it. Damn. Your wallet... You still put money in your bra. You got $6 in your bank right now. Right. God damn, girl. But sitting here talking about, you know, oh, I need, like, my man, like, he iced me out. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like, like, that's crazy. But you don't got no jewelry box to put it in? Girl, I gotta go. That's crazy. You feel me? I feel you. You you don't you don't got no apartment. Nothing. You're not paying rent. You don't own no house. Nothing. You don't own none of that. Nothing. It's nothing wrong with going to Marshall's, sis. It Honestly, really you should want a man that want to shop at Marshall's. Okay. Save Marshall's be having good stuff. Marshall's now, Ross, that's a different situation. <sighs> Ross gives me a headache, That's girl. the ghetto. Ooh. I'm sorry. That's the ghetto. It is the ghetto. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, that's it. That's enough. That's it, guys. You said we had some reviews this week, right? Yes. Why are you looking at me because like that? Because I told you you can't gaslight people this week. I can't gaslight all night long. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
I've noticed that mm-hmm. some of our five-star reviews are more so coming on the YouTube channel along with some subscriptions. So we see you. So a lot of y'all got Android phones. Welcome. Oh. <laughs> or you guys are just listening. You're, you want to see us on YouTube instead of hearing us on Apple Podcasts. Either way, welcome. <gasps> welcome, goddammit. So we just <laughs> Damn. Sorry, okay. I, mean, I told I told her, I was like, you cannot gaslight the fans this week. I told her this. Okay. Go ahead, read the little reviews or whatever. All right. Go ahead, read them. Okay. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. here, like some really, really dope reviews. We love this. So this is from JoJo. She said, I love I'm sorry. They said, yes. I love this podcast. The ladies never hold back. The honesty keeps the, keeps the conversation and laughter flowing. Five stars. Thank you, JoJo. Then another one says, um, this is from Ironheart Blurred. Oh, she had a question for us from last week. Oh, what's the question? Remember, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, it's on here. It's on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she said, ladies, ladies, y'all never disappoint. Excellent content. No fluff. Naturally funny. I love your accents. I, routine, I routinely <laughs> say dead ass now. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful points of view. Delivery is always on point. Absolute fire. One hundred and five star review. And then, thank you, thank you, thank you. She did have. Um, Wait, we calling you a she? We don't even know they. Yeah, because Ironheart. Yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. So they also had a comment. She said, "Hi there, first time on the channel. Welcome. Hey. But have been listening to your podcast for a while." Um, for a little minute, concerning the bi- uh, bi- blah, BIPOC term, I've been using but never thought about it like that. Mm. Definitely has me thinking, rethinking and retracting. Do you think there's a term that includes the common struggle while also not allowing them to be just as complacent? Love your content. Interesting question. I don't think there is a term. But that doesn't mean that, that I don't think there is space for a new term that can... Wait, wait, repeat the question one more time. Okay. Do you think there's a term that includes the, t- the common struggle while also not allowing them to be just as complacent? There is no term for... That's a great It is a good question. question. Because in that... Okay, I know we're about to end the show, but that takes us into like, how can we all be considered something without mm-hmm. them being complacent and being... Singled out? No, without them being like complacent and like falling under like whiteness. Oh. So like you would have you to stand in your like. You, so basically you have to stand in it. Yeah, like, you have regardless. to stand. Yes, regardless. Girl, mm. Ironheart Blurred, you on another level. We need a fire. We need a fireside chat. We need a fireside chat. We might have to get. To, you might be have to be the person who make the term because I don't think there is a term for that. Interesting. A, that's a fantastic that question. That is a good question. Oh my God. That is a good question. Thank you so much for the review. Yeah. Yes. All those reviews. Love like, it. This is what I want to say. Um, now, the rest of you, snap. the rest of you did not leave a review. But, and that is a problem. Because we've been begging y'all for like weeks, you know. Now, Ironheart Blurred is new. And JoJo. And JoJo. Yeah. Ironheart Blurred left a comment on two videos. You did nothing. Wow. But I remember, you're not supposed to... Who? Who, who what? What? You know, let me check. Let We never know. Ain't nothing up there. I just checked. You just checked? I oh, just checked. Damn. Listen, thank y'all. Damn. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I tried. Please be sure to follow us on everything. We're on Twitter at Hat Rap Pod. We're on Instagram at Hat Raps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Hat Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.hatwrapsandlipsticks.com, where we have crew necks and t-shirts that are for sale, but not on sale. Our cash app is dollar sign Hat Rap Pod. If you want to support us by, mm, excuse me, sending us some cash. Um, and yes, we are on a bunch of streaming platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. I thought I had a joke. Lastly, if you leave a five-star review like JoJo and Ironheart Blurred, we read it on the air. You can leave it in the YouTube comments. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. I'm kind of liking the YouTube comments. I love love it. Yeah. Um, Sis. I don't have one. Oh. I thought I had one. I thought Sean J sent me one. Wait, maybe it was Charles. Oh, no. We were just talking about church kids. Okay. You, oh, wait. I didn't know if I thought this was, was funny or not. Oh. I'll come back next week. Sorry. Oh. Wow. That's why, that's why I'm not leaving reviews, because you keep forgetting. To, to wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. That's why they're not leaving reviews, because you keep forgetting to bring some jokes. So now I'm just going to do, like, four jokes. You week. don't have to do I'm that. I'm going to do it. We'll see y'all next I'm gonna week. I'm going to do it. No, we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. I'm gonna do it. No, you don't have have to. No. No, nobody wants that. I mean, nobody wants that. I think you do. I don't. I don't. So. Oh my God. It is what it is.